0: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from SingleInTheCity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata your host, founder of SingleInTheCity.ca. Tonight's episode is one that the ladies, I know... Will really enjoy how can we embrace our goddess energy and use this for better relationships I know that tonight's guest Nicole Elisa will be able to help you do just this Nicole is an intuitive love coach for badass women helping them feel irresistible from the inside and out and showing them how to align their energy for love tonight we're going to be chatting about what your goddess energy is and how you can embrace it how you can learn to love yourself and build your confidence up, and how to find and build relationships that support and nurture you. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Nicole. I am so happy to be here, Laura. You have no idea. So, Nicole is someone that I'm really drawn to. Like, I love this girl. She is another one of my single-in-the-city moderators on Clubhouse. And I've known her for a few months now, and she has this, like, energy about her. Like she's just so pure, and so I, I just, you know, I adore you. I tell you that all the time. I think I tell you once a week, don't I? Yes. <laughs> is it getting <laughs> weird for you, Nicole? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but the feeling is mutual, though. Like I
1: love it. Okay, let's get, let's just dive right in. Okay, so, um, what you do is so important. So helping women to feel irresistible and ready to find the love that they deserve. Um, And now being at peace with yourself is something that I think is so necessary for a successful and healthy relationship. Do you think that this is something that has to be done before meeting someone, or can you still learn how to love yourself throughout the process? What do you think?
0: Oh, that's a powerful question. Um, I would say that you can do it both ways, right? I've never encouraged perfection before you meet a partner. I say this is a journey of nurturing rather than trying to achieve a goal before you leave somebody. So it's a journey of just nurturing your self-love, your self-care, your feminine energy, all the way through even when you're married.
1: Okay. See, now I feel that loving yourself makes it easier to love somebody else because when you accept and love yourself, you don't necessarily need somebody else's approval or love, and, and you're more likely to believe that you are going to find someone that will love you or, and, and that you will love. And um, so when you have that bad date or you're faced with rejection, You'll feel more inclined to look at it as a detour, you know, on your way to a happy relationship rather than a failure. And when you are okay on your own and when you do make a connection, chances are it'll be more genuine and not driven by this overwhelming need to, for acceptance or love. And if you don't love and accept yourself, like, how can you expect anybody else to love you? Don't you agree with that?
0: Certainly, like, you know, when, when you're struggling, but, but here's the thing about it, right? I feel like we're always in a journey on how to learn how to love ourselves more. I feel like there isn't a cap to the love that we can have for ourselves, and we can always learn how to expand that. Now, when we don't, like, really love ourselves and sometimes we can doubt that we can receive it in return or what we believe that we can get is more of a conditional love... So I noticed that a lot of women in this space, and I've done this too, is an energy of performing for love. You know, you're in a vigilant state about, you know, is this person going to get tired of you or is this person going to leave? So instead of actually trying to keep that person around, what I would do is to nourish myself more.
1: Yeah, I love that. Now, feeling irresistible and confident is all about loving yourself and knowing who you are and what you want. What are some first steps that you think women can take who are struggling to love
0: themselves? Well, first is awareness and a promise to be very loving, warm and gentle with yourself. One of the things that I I, I see happens is that some women struggle with the awareness, building the awareness that maybe they can work on their self love more. Why? Because It triggers certain pain or shame, a need for perfection, a need for competition. So what I would first recommend is a loving awareness. So because if you are not feeling safe within yourself to admit feelings to yourself, then you hide from them. You look for distractions, maybe a trip somewhere else in another country or something. You're constantly looking for distractions. And in my opinion, because you probably or we probably haven't learned how to be very gentle and nurturing whenever a thought that we don't like comes up. So uh, a commitment to awareness and to ensure that it is loving. So if you had a kid in front of you and she came to you with an insecurity, you would probably soothe her, right, rather than believing the insecurity that she shared with you. So committing to that loving awareness and that self-acceptance is key to your irresistibility and to feeling safe and attracting a loving partner in return as well. Because that inner fight, um, we, we shame ourselves so much that um, we don't feel like we could have somebody that is going to be really understanding of us and our insecurities. A lot of women feel like they need to be perfect. So um, oh, if you learn. yeah. I struggle again, with that, 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 that
1: sometimes, Nicole. Sometimes I struggle yeah. with that. Like, especially because I'm always on social media and if I'm always so worried that somebody's going to post some horrible picture of me. <laughs> like, you We're know, like taking the camera away from them. Stop taking my picture. Like, I need to okay this before you post it. So, yeah, I struggle with that a little bit. I must, uh, I must admit. But how about loving yourself starts with your daily habits as well. Think of the people in your life that you love and respect. And how do you treat them? Are you kind to them? Do you forgive them when they make a mistake? Do you love them enough to believe in the potential of their growth? Now, think about how you treat yourself. I mean, do you give yourself the love and respect that you might give your closest friends and family? Do you take care of your body and your mind and your needs, you know? Loving yourself is more than just a state of mind. It's also about the habits that you include in your everyday life. Like, do you sleep properly? Do you eat healthy? Um, Do you give yourself time and space maybe to, you know, understand your spirituality, for example? Uh, Exercising regularly. I mean, that's my favorite. Um, Avoiding toxic people, right, Nicole? Ugh, those toxic people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, then, I can see for myself now. I'm I'm working on that. I'm constantly reminding myself of um what an, an amazing person I am. And even when I fail at something, I remind myself that I don't have to be perfect and to not have those expectations on myself is a constant reminder. Yes. And like letting
1: go of toxic people, I want to talk about that for a little bit. Um I used to be a person who invited toxic people in my life and that, and I, I like, and because I had certain struggles and I was almost attracting what I was. Right. Um, and then when I started working on myself and um, yeah, and like really like learning to appreciate and accept myself and love myself, I just, it came natural for me. I just started eliminating people one by one. All right. You're toxic. Um, you are doing nothing but, you know, wreaking havoc on my life. You know, every time I talk to you, it's negative. Um, when I'm around you, I don't feel good. I just eliminated them. And I it, things started to change for me. Um, I don't know if you went through, if you've ever been through anything similar.
0: Yes. I was saying that um, I'm a Pisces, so it was very common for me to attract people who wanted me to give but did not give a return. And I struggled a lot in, um, you know, putting up my boundaries. But once they were there, you know, they were there. And I I feel like boundaries is something that we need to work on a lot because um, many of these people, toxic people, do not know their worth. So when we are surrounded by people who don't know their worth, it can somehow make us not feel our worth. So we can all benefit from increasing, you know, the awareness of our worth or just strengthening that connection with ourselves on a consistent daily basis.
1: And how can people do that?
0: Well, number one, you have to know what makes you valuable and what do you love about yourself? Like we're all inherently valuable, lovable, and worthy. And that could be a great start like a a great place to start reminding yourself that you are just naturally lovable and worthy that you do not need to perform or to achieve or to give to be lovable and worthy in the eyes of somebody else. When you start to remind yourself of that, maybe through meditations or through different modalities like EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique or other things that help you really rewire that in your subconscious and in your body, That Strengthens your love for yourself and also it enriches like your relationship as well. So creating daily practices, not just through maybe um, affirmations, but practices like subliminals, um, any other thing that really helps you remember your work on a daily basis, that will help. I like to start my day connecting with my work or else I end up feeling sort of off at the end of the day.
1: And how do you do that?
0: Yeah, I can give you an example. So I I read this once. You know the five love languages. There's touch. There is words of affirmation. There is um, acts of service, gifts that are quality time. Uh, Depending on what your love languages are, you can do things that are going to help you nourish yourself (laughs) in that space. And I like to start my day with those things. So, for example, one of my love languages is touch. And I realized that I like really – Silky fabric. And I used to struggle with myself in giving myself those things. I would try to be rational, be like, oh, but you can get a different type of fabric. And then when I noticed that my love language is touch, I realized that I love how that fabric feels on my skin. So I had to create a practice where I would, you know, buy myself clothes of that um, nature and just start to accept it, you know, rather than giving it to, to me at last minute. I started to give it to to myself at the first, um, as soon as I woke up in the morning, like just nourishing myself every day. And when I don't do it, I do feel off.
1: Yeah, and that's another way of tapping into your goddess energy, which we will talk about when we come back right after the break. What is goddess energy and how can we tap into it? Stay with us.
0: Now back to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bilotta from SingleInTheCity.ca on Global News Radio 640
1: Toronto. It's Sunday night. Welcome back to the dating and relationship show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto with myself, your host Laura Bilotta from SingleInTheCity.ca, with my special guest Nicole Elisa. We are discussing how women can use their confidence to date with intention and how to tap into their goddess energy coming right up. Okay, but, you know, before the break, we were talking about uh, loving ourselves. What is, I want to know, what is one thing that you love about yourself? One thing.
0: One thing that I love about myself is that I, I always work on my heart. You know, I work on keeping my heart open and increasing my capacity to not only love myself, but to love others.
1: And I love that I'm genuine. I think that's one quality that I do love about myself. Say it the way it is. You get, you you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> you are the definition
0: of being genuine, Laura. I can attest to that.
1: Uh-huh, thanks. Okay. Um, so you bring up the idea of goddess energy, uh, something that all women have. We just need to learn to embrace it and bring it out. Can you explain a little bit more about what goddess energy is? And maybe what advice would you give to women who are ready to get, you know, to tap into this, you know? They're ready to take this next step. They're ready to tap into their feminine energy.
0: Yes, I love that. So goddess energy is about feeling good and being open. A lot of people want to connect with the idea of a goddess as somebody that is ethereal and unreachable. In my opinion, that's not it. Goddess energy, really, if you want to attract love, it's about feeling good. Yes, cultivating, um, you know, pleasure, excitement, joy, and at the same time, being open. That is really key if you want to find love. Um, It's not about being a goddess that people cannot connect with. So how do you cultivate that? Well, you have to look at how you're trying to approach feeling good. Are you trying to approach feeling good out of a sense of maybe codependency or fear Needing validation from a man as somebody that you're interested in, or are you doing it out of a genuine place of self-love? Here is the thing: we all oscillate between those um, ways of trying to connect with that feel-good vibe. The matter is observation, awareness, and a commitment to doing it out of a place of self-love, okay? Um, and why does this happen a lot? Is a lot of people don't want to examine when they're coming at it from maybe an insecure place and, or a codependent place. So I always recommend it's about being honest with yourself and reassuring yourself because we're all enough. The goddess energy says you are enough just as you are, and it is about you trusting that you will be accepted and loved for who you are in return.
1: I love it. Um, how about tapping into this feminine energy? Can we? Are there any other tips that we can give? Because I love embracing my sensuality, you know, and not necessarily to be confused with sexuality. There's a difference, right? Sensuality is all about physical pleasure, meaning self-care, um, pleasing sights and smells. Um, hot bubble baths, you know, taking your time, having a nice bath, rubbing on some of that lotion that I love. Um, I like to get in touch with the feeling side of things. For example, you know, what you were talking about, the fabric, you love how it feels on mm-hmm. your skin, the silkiness. Um, for me, it's like, I like that too, but lighting a favorite candle, uh, cooking a fragrant meal, and then I, I let the smells and the taste envelop my senses, you know? So that's that's one of the things that I like to do.
0: Yeah, I love that too. So talking about feminine energy is very interesting because feminine energy is not linear. A lot of women want to connect with their feminine energy when they're feeling tired or, like you said, just to connect with their senses. Um, feminine energy is very deep. So what I would recommend regarding feminine energy is to um, – I'm going to say something really bold. Okay? Yeah, please be bold here. Yeah. Yes, I'm the bold. feminine is not afraid of love, okay? okay. Like, the feminine is an energy of receiving love. And there's a lot of people that are maybe communicating or teaching feminine energy from an angle of um, just stand for yourself but alone, you know? And I get it. But feminine is an energy of connection. She trusts in community and belonging in a nurturing space. When we think about Mother Earth, for example, she's very nurturing, very welcoming. So I encourage for everybody that is listening Mm -hmm. to work on if you feel like you fear love, because love is the safest energy there is. And if you can start practicing feeling love in your heart, and increasing that sense of safety, of attracting somebody trustworthy, um, you will start to relax and feel more comfortable receiving from the external world as well. And that is really key because there's a lot of women who try to connect with their feminine energy, but they're not necessarily attracting love is because they're not feeling that sense of like safety from within. So you create that by feeling that safety first in your heart which in return will help you trust yourself more, and then it helps you attract better people as well. What about when
1: it runs deeper than that and people are emotionally unavailable, perhaps um, from experiences that they've had, you know, throughout their childhood? Um, Mm -hmm. Is is this the same thing that we're talking about here? Yeah, no,
0: I... I hear you completely. So, in like in that case, I you know I speak to the woman that is doing work for herself. And if somebody that is listening is not doing work, I would encourage them to start doing that work. Um, there's so many different like coaches, etc., books, orientations, workshops that you can do to learn more learn more about your attachment styles. Just build that hope and that trust within yourself to let like work on them and to let go of whatever it is that you need to let go of. Um, We need to do this work, okay? Like I I always say, um, when it comes to money, when it comes to our career, when it comes to health, we need to work on it. We need to learn more about how to take care of ourselves. The same thing applies in love. So do that work and also know that, you know, eventually you will have to open up your heart. And there's work that can help you do that. because that, that is essential.
1: So how do you help people get past this in, in your practice? What are some things that you, you do
0: to help people? Actually, I, I help people release some of these fears from the subconscious, from their chakras, and even nervous system. Because it is a, it, attracting love is always going to be about self-trust. And I realize I, one of the things that I noticed is that when you are in fear or in flight or flight or survival, um, sometimes that blocks your intuition, you know, so when you're meeting people. So I help people realign and come back to a more uh, relaxed, open state. And then when they're more calm, they feel more connected with being the chooser rather than worrying whether a person is going to hurt them or if they're going to miss out on a sign. Their relaxed energy helps them assess the situation more clearly.
1: Now do you find that women are more intuitive naturally than men? <laughs> <'Cause> I definitely <laughs> don't have a problem with
0: that because I'm very intuitive. But do you think so? Yes, a thousand percent. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> men are not intuitive. Um it's it's just it's it's a that men can cultivate it as well. It's just that as women, I I find that we were brought up that way
1: okay, something that we're brought up with rather than um, something that we're born with?
0: No, I mean, I, I believe as women, we, I believe we're all intuitive. Um, the thing here is it depends a lot on the upbringing, whether you listen to it, whether your defense mechanisms are um, at play. So if you're in flight, freeze, fawn, or fight, like you might not listen to it. If you grew up in an environment where you were told that you needed to be logical, you might try to push your intuition away because it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. That's what was happening for me, especially when I was a kid. I was very intuitive, but I was always brought up to say, like, no, Nicole, like, it needs to be logical. And when I started to develop my intuition more, one of the blocks that I needed to release was the belief that it needed to be logical. So intuition for me is actually very playful, very subtle, um, and when it's a lot easier to access when you're relaxed. And when you want to have
1: one too. And that's why meditation is is important. Uh, I've been told that I have certain gifts um, by, you know, psychics, mediums, energy healers. A lot of them tell me that. And they're like, Laura, you need to meditate every... You need to stop every hour and meditate for five minutes. I was like... (laughs) <laughs> That's impossible for someone like myself because I'm always on the go and I, I just don't make enough time for myself. And ugh, I need a coach like you. Yoga.
0: Oh, be like yoga. Yoga is a form of meditation. Uh, every hour? No, no, no. Actually, I, I, I mean, you can meditate. As soon, like, my my tip is meditate really early in the morning, like when you wake up, right when you wake up, because that that helps you be more connected throughout the day and especially if you do yoga right after you meditate that will help you feel more connected throughout the entire day so
1: now can you meditate when you've had a few drinks or does it lose its effect
0: (laughs) yeah you can it's gonna be funny
1: though but (laughs) oh my goodness i'm loving this conversation okay how can tapping into our goddess energy help us find love stay with us to find out we'll be back
0: Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthiscity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto on a Sunday night. And I'm Laura Bellata, your host, with my special guest, Nicole Elisa. And we are going to be discussing um, how to tap into our goddess energy. Um, so I'm so excited for this. So. Now, once you've embraced your goddess energy, Nicole, how can you use it um, to look for love? Like, how can this benefit you as you date and meet new people?
0: I love that question. (laughs) It definitely definitely helps because um, when you're connected with your goddess energy, you first and foremost see yourself as a chooser. um, And you're not worried about impressing a man or the person that you have in front of you. When you connect with your goddess energy, your heart is open too. So um, you trust yourself that you are attracting the very best for you. I, I feel like when you um, are not in that space, you can get down a lot and you doubt, you you start looking at data, a lot of data, like, um, what about my chances? Like, what does the statistics say? And I'm saying it's about you being connected with yourself. So It definitely helps a lot. And also men or whoever it is that you're interested in, they pick up on that. They pick up on your energy. They pick up on that confidence. But confidence is not necessarily perfection. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to build an image. It's more of a relaxed energy about yourself. Like Men feel that self-acceptance energy from you, um, and it's a beautiful thing.
1: You know, I totally agree with that, and I think it comes with experience as well, because I'm totally tapped into my goddess energy, because I am very firm when it comes to finding love. I know what I want, and my standards and my boundaries are very clear, and I do make them very clear from the beginning, and I'm not afraid to speak up. You know, if I don't like that, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like the way you're treating me. Um, this is what I expect. Yeah, I think it's so important, you know, like what you just said, to you know, step up and um, set those boundaries. And, and it's just, it makes you that much more attractive. And you're right, guys do pick up on the confidence. And men love a confident, sexy woman because that's what it does. Confidence makes you sexy.
0: Yeah, and and the confidence is is very interesting because I know a lot of successful women that maybe they have, you know, a business or something to that effect, but they're somewhat hiding because they don't believe that they're going to attract somebody that is going to really accept them, or they believe that they're going to attract somebody that expects them to be perfect, like this, you know, uh, badass babe that's conquering the world, and they don't necessarily want that. So when you connect with your goddess energy, you you work through that and you attract people. Like you know that you don't have to be perfect. That people are not going to come at you with those unrealistic expectations. So one of the best practices that I always say is heart opening exercises. You know meditations, yoga uh, that relates to the heart, um, building that self trust. Other different types of modalities. Um, Because when a woman is hiding, it doesn't matter how successful she is, she sometimes meets people or men that are not the right fit for her, but it's because she's not processing um, those feelings of not being seen uh, well, and then she's closing off her heart.
1: I love that. Yeah, and in my experience, I've seen so many, you know, confident, successful women having a difficult time attracting a supportive partner who can really get them. Do you have any advice for women who find themselves in this situation or stuck in this cycle of relationships that just don't work out?
0: This might sound, I don't know if I'm going to say this. I would, I'm, I'm an intuitive, so I'm getting, for the women that are listening, if you're not familiar with EFD, Research Emotional Freedom Technique, but do um, some EFD tapping sequences on feeling understood, on being met, um, or do some work around that, like even talking with somebody, like a coach, a therapist, a matchmaker, having those conversations, because when you process, you release those ideas, um, you make it a lot easier to meet somebody that, that is the opposite of that because when internally when you make something an absolute truth, even though it pains you, you keep attracting that or you keep yourself predisposed for that and then you miss out on the people that are, there, that, that are different. But when you release that, if you're willing to release your ideas about it being hard to meet somebody that is like that, then you make it a lot easier for yourself.
1: Right. And how about, you know, if you keep meeting the same type of person and it doesn't work out, try something different. Your type may have changed and you don't even know it. So, you know, be open to exploring, getting out of your comfort zone, and giving other people chances that you normally wouldn't give a chance to. You
0: yeah, Yes, yeah, that is powerful. It's, it's about giving yourself grace and... um it's a good. I love what you said, Laura, about like your type might have changed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I often I, I see it. You know, I've I've seen it so many times. I talk about it in my book, um, where women will be like, "He's not what I expected. That he was not my type, but I gave him the chance, and he is the love of my life." Like he and and maybe that attraction, that initial attraction wasn't there from the beginning, but then it grew and it's like, wow, this is like the perfect fit for me, you know?
0: Yes, 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 definitely. Um, that happens. I I have attracted several clients who they're like, you know, he's not my type. He is not the one. And then like three weeks later, he's like, oh my god, Nicole, he's so the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So let's get back to tapping into our goddess energy. Nicole, how do you feel about women chasing men?
0: You you know me, Laura, I'm everything <laughs> but that. Like why because you know, I believe it happens. I don't I don't want anybody to feel bad. I believe within us there is some element of chasing men. Why? Because we've been taught to see men in that way. Like if like he is the ultimate catch, right? Like I, I don't, I would like to meet somebody who was not brought up to think that way in some sort of shape or form. So it's good to become aware. Um, I don't believe women need to chase men. If anything, I believe that a woman needs to be connected with her being, um, her being the prize, or her being the the um, like her seeing, her seeing herself as the gift. Why do I believe that to be important? Because we're talking about longevity here, right? If you are not seeing yourself as the gift, how do you expect somebody to see you that way? Exactly. So,
1: yeah. Going back to if you don't love yourself or like yourself, how can you expect somebody else to like you? All right, more on tapping into our goddess energy when we come back after the break.
0: Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: We are back on the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellada with my special guest tonight. I love this girl, Nicole Elisa. And we are getting back into our discussion on how women can find healthy, nurturing relationships that last. Oh, yes, and tapping into that goddess energy. Okay, so let's continue on to the romantic side of things. Um, now, we've always seen the difference between how men and women approach flirting and relationships, and women have you know, typically felt the need to perform, to put everything out there using their sexual energy to attract men. Nicole, I think you know what I'm talking about. But I don't think that this is always true and can relate back to embracing your feminine energy um, and being confident in who you are. So how do you feel
0: about this? So for me, I mean, it's not necessarily true for everybody, but I know that a lot of women unconsciously were brought up that they needed to um, keep a man's attention, right? We learned this through our moms or grandmothers, et cetera. So subconsciously just,
1: that... Just because sure- before you continue, um, because more than ever, right, like look at social media, look at TikTok, Everyone's naked, <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's 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 rampant. So, sorry, continue.
0: You know, I love that. So, he, here's the thing. It, because it presents a threat, um, a lot of women go into this energy, I uh, have to keep a man. And then because we hear that men love sex a lot of the time, this happens unconsciously. Some women do it consciously, but some do it unconsciously. They believe that they have to perform even sexually to keep a man's attention. Now, here's the thing. I, I have strong opinions about this. I believe that when it comes to love, you do not have to perform. I feel like you should be careful of anybody that wants you to perform for them. Um, so unconsciously, a lot of women um, either try to fight this energy of performing sexually and they don't want to mention sex at all, or some women you know, are overt with it it's all good. You know, it's, it's all a matter of, 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 of you and, and what's going on. Um, so I don't, I don't wrong sexual energy. I, I believe sexual energy is beautiful. We just have to look at what or come from it. Because if you are looking and feeling like you have to keep a man and you have to perform somewhere, you feel like you, you might feel like you're not enough. Right. And then men, I feel like that's the biggest thing men can pick up on that energy. So I would, if even work on, you know what, I don't need to perform. I just need to receive, um, and I am worthy of receiving. That's how I would use that sexual energy, reconnecting it back to myself, first and foremost. And, of course, men or people want to give to me, um, and it's only natural that that happens. So I'm not talking from an egotistical place. I'm saying feel that in your heart. Stop performing and see what happens you might see people that would be like, Well, how dare you not to perform for me, but that's a reflection on them and that's a blessing for you <laughs> to not to not be in that space. Because sexual energy is so loving. like so you're gonna give out of your heart, not of the sense of I'm worried that you're gonna leave me. Men feel that. They do. Um so it's important to work on it.
1: Ooh, I love that. This is good stuff. Okay. Another thing that we've seen is that many people have been taught that love comes with drama. I mean, you fight, you make up, and, then you know, things are strong for a while before repeating the same pattern. But, I mean, shouldn't love be peaceful and calm? Let's talk about that. Because when you meet the one, you're going to feel calm, you know? There's not going to be that anxiety, that agitation all the time. You act like friends 80% of the time, and then maybe romantically and sexually like 20% of the time. The right relationship for you is the one where you guys are best friends. Um, you know, with someone who you want to have sex with all the time. I mean, that's perfect. Like if you can find that, oh, you found the one, guys. Now, being friends means that you're probably highly compatible, which is so so important. I think it's more important than than sexual compatibility, but what do you think?
0: I I believe that to be completely 1000% true. Oh um, it, I I just feel like it's a matter of building that sense of peace and calm within first. Now I'm not saying that you have to be perfect at it. It's just a desire within you to have that sense of calm within you, because and many times it's very easy to expect the partner to bring in that sense of calmness. Um, and then it just creates an unhealthy expectation and a lot of pressure on the partner. And it's important to you know, work on learning how to process your emotions, maybe without overreacting or to create a sense of expectation so strong on a man or a partner that they feel like they are responsible for, you know, your whole world. (laughs) So working on that is really valuable. And when you are choosing that, then it's almost like a turnoff when you meet people that are not there Yet you know in in a way or people who expect too much from you so I, I I believe that to be really important.
1: Yes. All right. Well, we don't have much time, so um, I, I want to talk about avoid, avoiding settling in and finding what we really want and deserve. Um, because I again I find so many women settle because they've had trouble finding the right partner or the worry that they you know might never find someone. Um. I feel like so many of us are worried about being alone, you know, and, and we may sometimes just take whatever or um, how can we avoid settling and find what we really want and deserve, Nicole?
0: Hmm. Feel it in your heart. You have to remember it every day. You know, I, I heard this said once how we have like 60,000 thoughts per day and 42,000 of them are repetitive and negative. So you have to remember what you want every day and not only that mentally um, but also feel that in your heart create a meditation practice where you feel yourself experiencing the love that you truly deserve and then following the signs that you get you know to 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 attract that without losing your connection with your worth with what you truly deserve being very firm about your boundaries and your worth but also connecting with your heart will be really helpful to attract that partner.
1: I love everything that you said today. Everybody, Nicole and Lisa, please tap in with her. She's amazing. I I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nicole, where can people find you?
0: Thank you so much. I, I love connecting with you as well. You can find me at my website is n i c o l e E-L-I-S-S-A dot com. Or you can even um, search Nicole Alisa Love Coach on YouTube and you will find me.
1: Amazing. And if you guys want to tap in with me, if you guys are ready to find love, uh, visit me on Instagram, official Laura Bellotta. I'm on Clubhouse, Laura Balada. And also you can uh, reach me. Just go to my website, singleinthecity.ca. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every Sunday. I love you all. See you next Sunday. Ciao for now.